Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today on part two, I have the great honor to be back with Blair Shackle. If you missed part one, you will want to go back to listen to part one and catch up with what we're talking about today. But in the meantime, Blair is a digital manager and an intuitive coach for wellness practitioners, coaches, creatives, and holistic small businesses. Blair helps clients create consistent content, align with their digital strategy, and increase their ease online and off. She fills her cup with nature, universal energy, ascension, astrology, and all things spiritual. Her most important work is being a beautiful mama to two sweet boys and leaving the world a better place for them to live in. Welcome, Blair. I'm so grateful you're here. Thank you, Nada. I am so happy, happy, happy to be here, too. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm glad because I love this and I love you. So, I love you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad you do. I'm glad you do. <laughs> In the first episode, we had talked about a journey that you went through. You, you had a miscarriage um, mm-hmm. seven, eight years ago, and then yep. you then you became pregnant with your first full-term pregnancy. And we're going to pick it up from there because during this sure. first full-term pregnancy, you, you had some um, mental agitation, some mental restlessness, and it, it kind of led into, I don't know if that was the leading factor of it, but anyways, this pregnancy was, was yeah. a difficult pre- pregnancy. So even though you felt wonderful, you felt wonderful. And I mean, being pregnant, you felt wonderful. And, and I guess this is where I need you to clarify that. Was it just at after delivery of river or was it even before the delivery of river that, that you were getting an inkling that uh, something, something is happening here that's bigger than what it feels like I can manage myself. It was only, I would say, um, 36 hours before I had River, I started to feel that inkling. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I made it through the whole pregnancy feeling seriously pretty amazing. And then it was when my labor started, I was like, "Uh, I don't know if this is going to go the way that I expect it to. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, and, and you were at a, at a hospital, you were not, were you doing a water birth or were you at a hospital like full on? So, so I was with a midwife group who uh, did deliver at a hospital. So that was, um, you know, a choice that I made with my husband, but I did intend to have a water birth because I just thought, Hey, that seems better than laying on your back and doing it right. You know, right. Um, but I did not end up having a water birth. Um, it was, 
quite a journey for a river to come earthside. Um, I actually ended up going into labor on right at midnight on my 30th birthday. (laughs) My water broke and he is just a stubborn little lad and he, he did not come out for another like 42 hours or so. So yeah. Yeah, Wow. It was kind of like one of those things where, you know, being a first, having a full term birth for the first time, I thought, Oh, my water broke, you know, here, he's going to come any minute, not any minute, but like, you know, he'll come soon. Yeah. And it's, it took quite a, a, a bit of effort to encourage my body to, um, relax and allow him to come through me, you know, because I think I all of a sudden just seized up in tension thinking, okay, I didn't, I had this miscarriage. I never really acknowledged the fact that I was pregnant with that miscarriage, which to me seemed now seems crazy. Um, now I'm full-term pregnant, giving birth in a matter of hours, minutes, whatever, ended up being days. Um, and I think at that moment, all the things that I had not processed or kind of not acknowledged that, you know, I'm creating this, I'm bringing in a new family member into my life for the rest of my life, all caught up with me. So I, you know, went to the hospital, um, tried to do things as naturally as I don't like using the word natural because all birth is natural, but trying to do things um, without as many interventions as possible. Um, That wasn't going to happen anymore because my, you know, if you give birth in a hospital, if your water breaks, you have about 24 hours that they'd like you to deliver in because of a risk for um, an infection. So they hooked me up to, um, a drug called Pitocin, which if any, you know, moms out there know, it is a, um, uh, it's a, uh, synthetic oxytocin. So it helps create more strong and powerful contractions. And oh boy, that hurts. (laughs) hurts So Mm -hmm. along with like my mental agitation, I kind of had obvious, obviously this physical agitation, um, I also had a midwife that said something that has stuck, stuck with me. And I was like, Ooh, it was kind of scary. So she said, cause she saw that I was very upset that I had to have Pitocin and I didn't want to be hooked up to, you know, lines of drugs and, you know, be, you want to kind of have like the reign of the world when you're in labor, you don't want to be hooked yeah. up to anything. Right. And I started crying and she said, you know, if you don't turn this around right now, I've seen women really like, I don't remember exactly what she said, but really mess up their, their postpartum experience. And I was like, Oh, oh. and wow. I was like, Oh my gosh. And, uh, and it wasn't very loving, you know, but yeah. it was like, I'm a first time mom or a first, yeah. First time mom. And I don't know what to expect. I just, and I myself am already afraid of hospitals anyway. Yeah, I, I kind of have white coat syndrome. And so I was very nervous. And I didn't, at that point in my life, I didn't know how to turn it around. I, 
didn't know anything but feeling tense tension in that moment and sadness. So, you know, I still let myself, you know, grieve that loss of um, my birth plan. And I just, I just was upset. And I think that comment also just made everything a little bit more confusing. So it was hard. That was a really hard thing to hear. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. That's crazy. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) sensitive and um, harsh. I mean, it's just, oh, bless your heart, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you end up going, so you're in labor, you have this medication, but nothing is happening yet. So, so what, right. what's happening now after? Yeah, after- yes, right. So, oh. oh, and I also was grieving because once you're on Pitocin, um, or I don't remember if it's once you're on Pitocin, but the Pitocin caused me to get an epidural, obviously, because I was in excruciating pain. So I got an epidural, which means if you have an epidural, no water birth for you. So, cause obviously you can't feel anything from the, the waist down. Um, so I was very upset about that too. And it just was like, it was just so in my face, like that nothing was going to go the way that I expected Mm. it. That I just, that just planted a seed in me like that. Just like, you know, some seeds you plant are just not, are not what you want, you know? Um, so after I had the epidural, I felt a lot better. Um, <clears throat> mind you, I've been up for probably almost two days now without any sleep. Um, oh, that's also a factor, you know, yeah. too. And um, I end up getting actually a, a really cool thing. They had some um, energy workers at, at the hospital I was at. So I got some like Reiki done, which felt really, really good. Help me relax a little bit. Um, And then my son, uh, everything was going great. And the whole, like the rest after I had my epidural and that energy work, everything was going much, much better. And I had, I delivered my son perfectly healthy um, at around probably 730 that night. So that went well. Um, I had my meditation music on and my, <laughs> my turquoise necklace and all this good stuff. So I felt, I felt like I still had a part of myself there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and which was good. Yeah. Um, and he was born. And one of the first things that they said after he was born is that, oh, he's really small. Mm. And I was like, hmm. You know, I don't know what that means. I've never had a baby before. He was six pounds. That's a normal sized baby, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know we're we're kinda used to having babies now that are like bigger, but I somehow create small babies. Um <laughs> and wow. like some of the doc like the doctors would be like they would ask me, they'd be like, Did you smoke during your pregnancy? And I was like no, I didn't smoke during my pregnancy, you know, because they think they're trying to look for a cause of why he was small, even though there was absolutely nothing physically or emotionally wrong with him. Right. Wow. Right. And so it's like, and that's what I just like get so frustrated with is because I feel like, and this is not true for every hospital, 
but sometimes in under that type of medical care, they're looking for issues where there aren't issues that are actually happening because River was eating well, he was sleeping well, you know, going to the bathroom, checking off all the the newborn boxes. Um, yeah. uh, so <laughs> that doesn't feel very comforting when you've yeah. just given up your body for the last 48 hours to try and bring someone into the world. Right. Um, and then um, we stayed, I think we stayed one night in the hospital. Um, no, we stayed two nights. And I ended up, my mind was just racing, and I was not able to sleep those mm-hmm. two nights. So if you're keeping track, that's four nights yeah. that I didn't sleep. And that's I'm not, not no, it's not good. And I'm not being dramatic where, like, oh, I dozed off for an hour or I dozed off for 45 minutes. Like, I did not sleep. Like, there was no sleeping. And so I just was so mental. Like, I was just so in my head, you know, I, and, and I couldn't get, like, the thoughts of, like, is my baby okay? Am I already a bad mom because he's so little? Um, mm-hmm. People are telling me this. You know, you're so you're so open and vulnerable after you have a baby. And I think people need to be more mindful of what you say to these amazing, strong women that are giving birth to these children. Um, So stop me if you have any questions, but I can keep going if you'd like. Yeah, Um, no, you're good. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of amazed. It's like, wow, unbelievable. It's not, it's just so, so, cold and mechanical and uh, and, yeah and what and I'm wondering what were they thinking that you're not sleeping was anybody concerned about that like we need to get this mom to rest you know that's so true because I think it's twofold first I thought I thought because everything I read oh I'm not supposed to be sleeping I'm not supposed to so Um. I didn't bring it up to any of the nurses I wasn't complaining about it I was like oh well this is normal everyone tells you you're not supposed to sleep but of course you're supposed to sleep you know but it's not maybe the best sleep of your life right um and then they didn't I mean you know how you know like the nurses come in every like two hours to check on you anyway during the night so it's like how do they expect you to get any get any yeah. real rest <laughs> right. um so yeah I mean we ended up packing our bags going home um oh and in the hospital too some people were even making fun of his name which I thought was very inappropriate <laughs> not everyone yeah and that hurts your feelings as a mom <laughs> and so it's like the hospital personnel most a bunch of nurses that you know because nurses change shifts like they would come through and be like oh river is that his real name and I'm like uh yeah it's his real name oh, and they're like that's funny goodness. and I was like and you know what everyone gets their own opinion but maybe not in the 48 hours after you have a baby <laughs> Lord, absolutely not and you can have your opinion you don't have to voice it to anybody that's right you're right wow. and I know it's not an <laughs> so Anyway, I, I, we left the hospital, you know, obviously feeling shell-shocked, um, mm. not sleeping. My husband was sleeping, so that's good. Yeah. Um, 
they they always can sleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> <You> know? yeah. <laughs> so we get home and I'm still not sleeping. Like I was like, Oh, I'll go home. I know what I need. I need my bed. You know, I need my own space, but there had been so much trauma, like from the birth plan, not going the way I wanted it to, to kind of just weird comments and everything. Like there's too much trauma that I was carrying with me. Yeah. I didn't sleep for a total of nine nights. Oh my God. Um, I ended up the night of the eighth, the eighth night or some or the, something, the ninth. It's kind of a blur, to be honest, still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, very scarily, my, my family, my mom was there and my husband, um, my mom was caring for River at the moment, but they had to call an ambulance for me, you know, kind of in the middle of the night because I was just so agitated from not sleeping. Yeah, and I knew in that moment, like I just had a complete breakdown. You know, like I couldn't really talk. I couldn't eat anymore. I couldn't. Um, I couldn't take care of myself. The only thing I could do, and I don't know how I did it, but I was able to care for my son. You know, River. Mm-hmm. I was able to breastfeed him, and still be present in his life up until that moment. Um, but I was putting everything else completely on the back burner and it had just come to this huge crescendo where my family knew that I needed, I needed to go back to the hospital. I needed professional help, um, to get me some, to, to get sleep. And, to say that I was scared was such an understatement. I thought I've completely lost control of my life. You know, I am mm-hmm. never going to come back from this. How can I even function as a person knowing that I've done this to my son, that I had to leave my nine day old son to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like, I felt like the epitome of the worst mom in the whole universe and it was it was just so it was so terrifying to have to make that decision and I'm sure and I know it was so terrifying for my family as well um but ultimately it was the right decision it was the right decision to go to the hospital and be assisted with um some pretty heavy duty sleeping aids (laughs) um and I got the rest that I needed finally um and you know what's really funny right now is there is a fox that is running right in front of my house that I'm looking at too so there must be some sort of sign that that this story needs to be told again (laughs) oh wow and I just saw a huge what's that what did you see what just went in front of you in front of your house? A red, a red fox just ran right oh, in front oh. of me. <laughs> so, That's sorry, I just cool. had to throw that in there because I know that you, you appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Oh, I love it. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So, obviously, I'm here today and I'm talking and I'm, I'm doing much, 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 much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, 
experience was, it was one of those moments in your life where you're like, I know I'm not going to be the same after this, but do I know if I'm going to be better or am I going to be worse? You know, I didn't know at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there is, I mean, there's so much grief that you can go through even just as, you know, just as like a new parent and like thinking like, okay, well, I'm grieving the loss of my, my past self, my, my identity as a, a, a maiden, you know, now I'm a mother. And then there's like, well, then I just did this whole, you know, I had this mental breakdown and, you know, I'm grieving the person I was before that mental breakdown and who am I going to be after? And it's just so confusing. And, um, it took me, it took me years, years to, to straighten that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and you did, you did straighten it out. And I I know (laughs) I saw you not too long ago and you look beautiful and your eyes are full of light and shining and feel your heart and your soul essence you are so alive and and I think it's so important for people to know that so many things that you've shared here Blair being kind to another person and especially my god how vulnerable and when you said because you're just open yeah and you just had a baby I mean my goodness like literally the epitome of being open we just brought this brand new life into the world and, and the words that people use and comments that people make, and it's just so senseless. And, and how that can complicate a situation, absolutely beyond belief. And um, I, I am so grateful that you have gone through this entire process because now River is how old? He is five. He's oh, five. Yeah, <laughs> my goodness. So... So in five years, I, and I know it's been before that, you had major healing. You were on a long journey, and you had major oh, healing. Yeah. It, yep. And do you feel like you're still on this part? I mean, we're always on a healing journey. We're always yep. bettering ourselves. We're discovering ourselves. We're healing old wounds. So it's not like, oh, this one thing. Because it's an accumulation of everything. That Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, we're always healing from something and be, and growing into the, the best version of ourselves. But where would you say you're at right now, Blair, as far as your healing journey is concerned from, um, because it, the diagnosis was acute postpartum anxiety and PSD, correct? Yep, yep, that was correct. Um, okay. And that made sense because, yeah, my anxiety just went off. Yeah. You know, and I had PTSD from, you know, a traumatic miscarriage or, you know, a miscarriage and then kind of a traumatic birth experience, if you could call it that. Um, Where I'm at now is, well, I know we're going to talk about this, but I have had a second child. So that says a lot. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, That was not an easy decision to come by. Um, But I think I am... I was just telling my husband before I got on this um, call with you that I do feel like I have conquered most of this trauma and it has taken years of therapy. 
um, which I, I found a therapist that I adore. Please don't settle if you don't like your therapist. There are many therapists out there, and there's yeah. definitely the right one for you. Um, I look forward to going all the time, so it feels good. Yeah. Um, I have I have assisted myself with um, acupuncture, like you know. <laughs> yeah. um, I have assisted myself with um, journaling and just I'm a talker. So I like to talk things out. Um, And actually a big component too has been homeopathy. I really enjoyed using some homeopathy to help um, mitigate some of that trauma. But I think the only thing that comes up more often than anything else now is how I'm going to explain this to River in the future. Mm -hmm. Because I still have like a shred of that shame and guilt and I don't know how it's not the right time, obviously. I, but when that time comes, I still am, I still need to work through that. How I'm going to explain it to him. Yeah. And how, yeah. Beautiful, because you're still working with a, with a therapist that I would imagine that that's part of going through this. And, and I always believe that it comes organically too, that the right words at the right time come and, um, and that boy is going to love you as much as he is mm, always yeah. not loving you more for knowing how hard it was on you getting him into this world. And then the, the whole postpartum part of it, too, because I just think that you have beautiful children. Now, I've only been around River uh, twice, so mm-hmm. I can't five. And now your second child Bowie, who's just phenomenal also, you have <laughs> beautiful children in this beautiful family. And I just, I, I, to me, it just feels like all of the healing is just right there in this heart of oh, the four you. of you together. Yes. And, um, you know, I hate this because we're completely out of time here, Blair, and I have to completely wrap this up. So we're going to have to do this yeah. one more time. But I want the listeners to know for sure that no matter how scary it is, no matter, right? Because it was traumatic for you. It was horribly right. traumatic for you. But do not right. give up. You keep searching no. out help and get the support behind you to get you to where you are right now, beautiful Blair Shackle, living oh, this beautiful, you. beautiful babies. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I just, I'm so grateful. Oh, go ahead. I'm gonna- so grateful too. Yeah, no, I'm so grateful too. And I think it's, I just want to jump, you know, and say, reiterate what you said. It's like always, there's always someone there to that will help you no matter what. And don't be afraid to say whatever is on your mind because someone else out there is feeling the same way. And if you release that, those like energetic ties to how you're feeling and ask for help, it will, the universe will catch you and support you. So please, please, please don't give up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And from somebody who knows who has been on one side and out on the other side and completely different life. And I just, I honor you. I honor your story. I honor where you've been. And thank you so very much. Thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been my honor. And I want all of the listeners to know the easiest way to connect with Blair. If you want to talk about um, Blair's journey or any of her marketing, the easiest way to connect with Blair is how? 
Please uh, head over to my website. It is BlairShackle.com. Perfect. And that information will be in the show notes. So don't worry if you weren't able to write that down. It will be in the show notes. And um, I can attest to Blair's beauty. So thank you so much, Blair. And thank thank you. Yes. And please know that there is always help available. Um, and you can come out of this better than ever and Blair's living example. So love you so much. Thank you. Amen. I love you too. Uh, okay. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.